If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. In whatever way God can speak to us, He does. Our dreams and our visions give us revelation, and it is in God's presence that we get clarity. Today on Better Together, Lisa Harper, Stephanie E.K., Robin Wilkerson, Beth Redmond, and Christy Ryder with us for a powerful conversation on how God uses dreams. Come on, join us. How can we hear God and how can we experience a spiritual connection with Him that makes a difference in our home and in our workplace? And my testimony is that some decades ago, and I'm telling this from some decades ago because it's already uh, born fruit, so to speak. In other words, you can look at the story 20 years later. That's why I'm sharing this. My husband and I had a difference of opinion. I know you're all shocked. <laughs> We've never experienced that. Go on. Uh, I've married almost 50 years, so now and then we've had a different opinion. Just a few times. And we're still married. <laughs> and what had happened was he was feeling led to make some big decisions, which would involve our family, involve me, change the course of our life. And what it was about was moving across the country to take ministry in a different direction. He had been an evangelist, and that means for people that are maybe listening, somebody who travels around every week. And he had done that for almost 20 years. But he had come to this place that he felt something different needed to happen. Well, I felt everything was perfect, <laughs> and we didn't need to change anything. And I wasn't in the mode of going to the promised land because I was in the promised land. And he had this stirring. Now, why am I sharing this? Because we talked about it sometimes loud, sometimes very aggressively, sometimes quietly. But in that, there was this over and over, he was saying yes, and I was saying no. So time went on, and we were visiting in Miami. And we were visiting at a church, and they wanted us to come. And I had visited with him, and we were there, and we talked with the leaders, the board, and everything. And I had an experience where I was like, there is absolutely no <laughs> way where I, the soccer mom from Seattle with my Nordstrom's credit card and my Starbucks cup and my black navigator, I am no way going to Miami. And this was in the, we used the word urban. It was more like the hood is what yeah. I'm telling you. And I just, no way am I doing this. So we're down there visiting and I'm being polite because they've invited us to come and my husband, da, 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 I had my little boy with me and uh, he was eight years old at the time. So we go to bed, we go to sleep in the hotel and um, all of it was a big fat no way. Many people didn't speak English. There was uh, a very fragile part of the community, people who needed more and I didn't think I was called to give it. I didn't think I was qualified. I didn't think I was the person. And but believe me, I didn't look like anybody who was there. So that meant that was evidence that I wasn't supposed to do that. Well, I went to bed 
and we're in this hotel and this is something that I believe is available to all believers and that is you have this trouble, whatever that is, and you go to sleep and you give it to God is what you say, now, Lord, I don't have the answer, not enough of me, what do I do? And you close your eyes and I believe that God allows us to go to sleep for a purpose. And the Bible talks a lot about sleep and a lot about dreams. And I didn't really know this at that point, but I went to sleep. And when I woke up, there was a dream. There was a release. Now, I can't give you exactly what I saw in that dream. One of the things my husband reminded me on the phone last night, he said, Robin, you talked about how America was moving back to the city. Well, being a suburban lady, that wasn't something I was into. And I talked at that moment. And again, this is history. So for people listening, they're a big deal. But I talked about having an African-American president come. Now, at that time, there had never even been that conversation. Of course, it was a dream for America, but that had never been in my consciousness. I had never thought about that. And I looked at my husband and I said, you know, I feel the dream of possibility is awakening me this morning. And I have the faith to agree with you for this move to Miami. So we brought our four sons and we started in this little tiny church and we began. Now, why that changed our life is because my sons now are all in ministry and the idea of diversity and equity, all of that was just at the tip of the spear in the consciousness of America. But thankfully, God honored me enough to be part of that ministry and to move forward in that way, even though I'm the most unlikely 45-year-old lady at that time to bring my four Abercrombie-looking boys (laughs) and stick them into this church where people were so kind that they put up with my unawareness of the American experience in this very diverse place. And I'm so honored that he used this dream See, this dream. And every day I can go back to that experience and I can say, I'm in the right place. I'm okay. The miracle is here. If I will just continue to walk that out that God revealed through that dream. Dreams have been a constant for me and God. There was so much training ground that he's used with dreams. I've had dreams where I've met the Lord. I've had dreams where things have been explained to me. I've had dreams with my life. I've had all kinds of dreams, dreams that I'm aware that I'm in a dream and I'm being taught in a dream. I've had dreams that that the Lord would tell me what he wants me to teach, (laughs) you know, on a a service. Um, And he would would teach me the word in the dream and I would wake up and I'm like, oh my gosh, let me go back to that scripture. So what I've learned about dreams is that it is holy ground. Um, But similar to Moses, when Moses encountered God in the burning bush, there was an awakening that Moses, that where you're standing is holy ground, take off your shoes. It had to come to him that you might think this is just a regular place, but this is holy ground. And when we begin to understand that dreams are holy ground, we approach it differently. We approach going to bed differently. And I think that dreams are so critical to the life of every believer because similar, you know, the Apostle Paul, we've been talking about prophecy, right? The Apostle Paul says that above all, desire that you should prophesy. Amen. But when you think about the natural life, you know, researchers will tell you that the average person sleeps for 26 years of their life. 
26 years of your life, you're sleeping. God is so into us that he doesn't want that to be wasted space. Mm, that while you're sleeping, that I can download revelation, prophetic Absolutely. direction, yes. and insight about your life. And so even when we look at Moses again, you know, when the Lord will say things like, if there is a prophet among you, I will speak to them through dreams and visions. But Moses, my servant, I speak to face to face. We ignore what God just said. If there is a prophet among you, that I release prophecy mm -hmm. through dreams and visions. Mm -hmm. So there was a huge part that he was trying to highlight right there. And so with dreams, it's powerful, but we have to engage it properly. Mm -hmm. And how do we do that? It's practical, right? When you're going to bed, have a moment, to, yes. even in your yes. prayer, yes. Lord, as I'm yes. going to bed, speak to me about my day. Because one mm -hmm. of the things I learned in Genesis, the night started the day. Yep. When it would say that and a new oh, day was so created, good. it would say there was evening and there was day. Right. So the nighttime starts your day. So when you're dreaming, when you're in your sleep state, you go to bed and you have an expectation that God, as I go to bed, I know I was just watching something on television, but don't let that influence this space. Right. Lord, I'm giving you my dream. I'm surrendering so that good. to you. And expectation looks like works. It means that you may have a journal yep. Yep. by your bedside. Yes. It means that when you wake up, you're not quick to be distracted and let what you received in your spirit leave you, but you're quick to seek the face of God. And all of a sudden, that's why randomly throughout the day, we're like, oh my gosh, I had a dream yeah. <laughs> that you had hours ago, but something was able to awaken you to like, oh my, and this dream was so critical for my life. Yeah. So fascinating. That's so good. I feel like in my walk with the Lord, I've not had all dreams or visions. That wasn't something I was at least aware of. And so in this last season, I've just been so desperately seeking him. I'm like, Lord, I know that dreams are biblical and visions are biblical. So I asked him, I was like, give me a dream or a vision. Well, right around the time that I was making this hard decision last fall, like we were talking about, I had a vision. I was, so I was awake, but it was yeah. like I was awake and I was conscious, but it was like it appeared before me. And I was walking through this tunnel and the tunnel was really closed in and really dark and just kind of scary. Like, you know what I mean? Like you couldn't see your, your right or your left or what was around. But it wasn't super long. It was kind of like medium length. And Jesus was with me. I was not alone. He was walking with me. And as we got through the tunnel, which was scary and unknown and I couldn't really see much, it just opens up and it's bright white mm -hmm. and you could just see forever. And the thing that I felt like the Lord was affirming in me at that moment was, you know, there's been a pattern where, especially years ago, where the Lord would ask me to do something and I would obey and I would expect that I was gonna get a standing ovation for my obedience. I was gonna get an applause, maybe yeah. a parade in my honor, matching t-shirts, like, well done, Christy, you obey. No, typically the yeah. obedience leads me right into the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what, but, I, but aren't you proud of me? Like, don't I get a pat on the back? You almost start to doubt because when he leads you into the wilderness, because he's doing something in you, preparation, and this is, again is biblical, it can make you doubt that I make the wrong decision because yeah. it got hard. You obeyed and it got hard. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like that vision from the Lord was, yes, you remember that it's gotten hard before when you obeyed and it will get hard again, but don't let that make you doubt. You are not alone. And just because you can't see doesn't mean I don't know where we're going. And so I just, I think a lot of times God can give us visions or dreams, like you said, to reveal something, but also to just confirm something. Yeah. You could ask, say, Lord, give me a dream to confirm this. I'm sensing this, but I'm not sure. Would you give me a dream to confirm this? And I love how you said that about how much we sleep like that. That's an opportunity for him to yeah. speak to us and download things to us that, you know, he doesn't want to waste that time. It's such a good perspective. 
Yeah, and I love what you said about dreams, you know, sometimes leading you into a season of adversity or difficulty. We see that with Joseph. Yeah. He gets these unbelievable exactly. dreams about yeah. his future and his destiny and he starts talking and it lands him in a pit yeah. and in a prison. I mean, talk about delay. We talked about delay right. and waiting. Right. I mean, he's your man. Yeah. Um, but then we see the fulfillment of the That's dream. Right. And I've had that in my own life where God gave me a dream. He gave me a dream about one of our children before I was even pregnant with our second child. I had a, a dream and I really believed. I heard God say, you're going to have a son and you're to name him Noah Luca, but he'll be known as Luca, a bringer of light. I look wow. up Luca, it means a bringer of light. I'm wow. not pregnant. I'm like, Matt, we need to have a chat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fall pregnant. Yeah. I end up early delivery and my son is whisked away. It's a terribly scary situation. Matt's like, look out of the window. Massive rainbow. And I'm thanking God. No matter what's happening right now, God spoke to me before he was born. This is a season of adversity right now. I don't know what's happening, but there's a rainbow. God's saying, I spoke to you about his name. I spoke to you about his life. Trust me for the promise. And I have so many times just literally just said his name. I say, Noah Luca, Noah Luca. He's like, why are you using my whole name? I'm like, I'm actually prophesying. (laughs) I'm prophesying from before you were even a thing. And I've also had a vision only one time in my life. I don't know if you've ever had a vision where you were just speaking about that and that's different and these are all in the prophecy family right but I was awake and I was in a prayer meeting and I had a vision I was about 19 years old and I saw someone come towards me who now I can tell you was my husband and in the dream he's coming towards me and he's doing this he's doing bodybuilding I'm like oh okay I don't know if this is the Lord (laughs) and he's coming towards me and I just hear the Lord saying this vision he's coming to get you to take you to do bodybuilding I write down, Matt Redmond appeared to me in a vision. He's going to take me to do bodybuilding. You know, I didn't even know him at that time. Later on, I end up in his band. He says, there's a job going. We'd like to interview you. He says, we would like you to lead our discipleship training course called Bodybuilders. This was years later. And if I'd have gone around like Joseph saying, oh my gosh, I have this vision, (laughs) Matt Redmond, Bodybuilder. I mean, I would have sounded, he would have never spoken to me. (laughs) But just held it in my heart. And I ended up leading this discipleship program called Bodybuilders. God blew my mind. Prophecy ends up exalting, magnifying, glory glorifying Jesus and I was so grateful in both cases it was confirmation encouragement comfort yeah that's so good good. you know I love that Joseph didn't get free till he actually interpreted somebody else's dream yes Mm. you know and he declared the faithfulness of God when he had yet to see it yes and I think that's something that for all of us like if we really believe that there's a promise on the other side we can actually declare him promiser to other people. I know for me, I had a very vivid, I would almost say a night vision. It was a dream. I was large, pregnant with my fourth child, uh, just surviving, just you know, wanting all my children to go to bed and be quiet. My husband is traveling and speaking and I'm editing his book from 10 o'clock at night till 2 a.m. in the morning called The Bait of Satan. And I'm staying up typing. You know, I'm just need my kids to go to bed so I can edit a book and get it out. And I go to sleep exhausted, and I find myself awake, standing in front of a platform of stone with a lioness laying on her side, and behind it was just this magnificent colors. I don't even know how to describe all of them. On the front of the platform was the word numbers, and then the Roman numerals XX3. And I'm looking at this magnificent lioness, and even though she hadn't moved, I realized that she was more alive than me. And as I looked at her, I felt like something inside of me enlarged. And when I felt like I couldn't take any more in, I heard a voice say, with the birth of this son, 
you will awaken a lioness. And mm. everybody had said I was having a girl. We hadn't had a sonogram yet. And I came fully awake, immersed in the presence of God, reached over, picked up my Bible, opened it up to Numbers 23 and verse 24. It says, these people rise like a lioness. They rouse themselves mm. like a lion. And I'm like, what in the world? But that's what happened. There was a fierce awakening in my life. That's right. When I gave birth to Arden, his name, Arden Christopher, means fiery, determined, anointed one. And I've just watched how God's faithfulness, when he woke me up, it gave me the power to actually share that and see other women have a fierce wake up. And so I believe that whenever God gives us a dream, just like when he gives us a word, it's always to serve and build up others, yeah. not just to so build good. up ourselves. So good. So good. So good. And it prepares you. You know, when you talk about dreams with pregnancy and even the lioness, it reminds me of a particular dream that I had when God was showing me a daughter I have not had yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was talking to me about ministry and it was that she would not be in ministry, but she would be in ministry in a different way. And he showed me how she would be someone who would um, be captivated by journalism, but journalism in like war-torn countries. I said, oh my gosh, no. No, thank you. New <laughs> I dream, said, Why? please. Yeah. Wow. And then he tells me her name. Her name would be Ariel. Oh, and you know she that means to, lioness. Yes, Lion of God. Yes. And I said, of course that's her name. <laughs> it would need to be that. Because she would need to be yes. a lion. She would need to be fierce for what he's already revealing to me about her. And in that dream, I hold on to that so much because when that time comes, that has to anchor me. Because yes. I don't think any mother yes. would be so quick to say, Go ahead. Right. Just go to that war time country. Right. Yes. I would pray that yes. you choose a different That's career. Right. That's right. <laughs> you know, That's so right. even through that, God mm-hmm. starts to prepare you for things that would be hard yeses in your future. I love that. We were talking earlier too about how sometimes we'll say something and we don't even realize what we're saying. And then in hindsight, the Lord's going, hey, remember what you said yeah. recently, the last like six months or so, I feel like the Lord has been saying, hey, this is the path for my son Conley, my middle son. Mm-hmm. This is the school he's supposed to go to with his brother and so on. And it's been kind of like uh, a lot of different decisions because he's got some challenges and developmental things. And so we really felt like we we're on the right path. And I mean, I was believing God, like speaking it over him. And it's not about this school is a thing, but it was more symbolic of that he's doing well versus having to go a different route and that type of thing. And I feel like the Lord affirmed it and affirmed and affirmed it. And so what I had said through the whole last four months, I just kept saying out loud, whatever decision they come back with, I'm going to trust. Whatever decision, they, because we've given all the information, we've covered all the bases, everybody's on the same page with all the reports and assessments and all the things, whatever they come back with. And I got the call. They don't feel like he's ready. And it was like everything in me, like I, I got lioness in me. I'm like, everything in me is like, okay. Like, like everything in me wanted to fight and advocate for him and be like, look at the reports. And we're like, Lord, I thought you said, and all of that. And I felt like the Lord's bringing up, remember what you said. Mm-hmm. You said you're gonna trust. Yeah. Whatever you said, you're gonna trust whatever decision they come That's back good. with is the right decision for this That's year. Right. It's not forever, but for this year. But it was very hard because I felt like I'm being obedient, following the path, all the signs are pointing in this direction, and then God will take you on a turn that you didn't see coming, or it doesn't play out like you thought. And for me, I felt like the Lord brought me back towards I had said. Just kept saying mm-hmm. out loud, I'm gonna trust what they come yes, back with. Good, I'm gonna good, trust say. what they come back with. And now the Lord goes, hey, you need to trust what they come back with. And so sometimes we will say things that we don't realize what we're saying at the time. Yeah. And he'll bring it back to us. Even if we don't recognize it afterwards, he'll go, remember what you said. Yeah. That's right. Remember what you said. It's 
dreams that are in our hearts that we are born with because I believe each of us has purpose and there is a dream that comes alive when we are sensing or we are in prayer or maybe we're in a moment of need and something comes alive. Well, it's not supposed to be like this. Well, that's because there is this God dream in us. And that is that creative miracle. I mentioned that prophet spoke to me about a regenerative miracle. Well, for your boy, there's a creative future that's coming out of your heart, a God dream for him. And as Stephanie was talking, and I just admire her so much because she's one of these naturally spiritual people. Yes. I just no, love no, everything about her. Thank you. you know, I mean, gorgeous, smart, all that stuff. And then she has this amazing spirit. Well, the good news is that if you don't think you are that spiritual person, in life, God is using circumstances like with your son, like with your son, like with my son, all of our families and children. He uses, like yours, he uses these circumstances to help us see this God dream. And you were talking earlier about the idea of going to sleep and there's 20 years or plus. And I've come to realize that that is the magic time in my life. Today, this very morning, I went to bed with a problem, an issue. I like to call it an opportunity. I didn't know what to do. And I've learned that as you go to sleep and you close your eyes, that's God's way of putting a period on yesterday's problem, yesterday's situation. For me, sometimes I need to forgive someone, the word release someone, or I need to let go of my heartbreak. And with that, I've come to realize that sleep is the answer because even this morning I woke up and the answer was there. I call wow. that a dream. God answers with a dream right, of a yeah. solution. Every yeah. day he allows that. Yeah. I think too, one of the things we've talked a lot about kids, like I think there's something too with our dreams for our kids and our dreams and our hearts and the visions we have for them. And I think for me, one of the things I've struggled with as a mom is I have a picture in my mind of what it's gonna be like. And then either circumstances don't turn out like I think it's going to be like or that align with the dream. And I think there's something um, really difficult but really powerful in letting go of the picture. So like Carter and Conley are 18 months apart. We had them super close together. We wanted them best friends go to school together. And so now this is more than just, it's not about the school, right? Yeah, like it's not about the school at all. It's yeah. about the picture I have right. of my boys being best friends and going and into the lunchroom. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's trusting going, okay, God, your picture is always better than my picture. Your plans are always better than my plans. Your ideas, your ways are always better. And so for us to, even when things are moving in a direction or someone gives you a word in a different direction or things, you know, you're praying life over them and then maybe the timing isn't what you wanted or hoped, but to go, okay, God, I can trust you with your picture, even though I can't see it. And maybe it's not what I had in my hand, head, but I tend to hold on to the picture I had, you know, in my head of things, which is hard. Yeah, Yeah, because even when I talk about like what God showed me about 
the daughter that I will have. I always envisioned that, you know, I'll train this little girl sure, into yeah. ministry and she'll oh, be yeah. preaching machine. And then that just, you know, took that away. Sure. <laughs> like, I'm going to tell you in advance, your picture's wrong. Yeah, I'll that's, give you a head That's up. not it at all. You know, but it's to realize, and I think all of these things bring us back to the truth, right? That we are only stewards, that we don't own anything. You know, you don't that's own so your children. Yep, you you don't, don't own right. even the blessings of God, the promises of God. None of it is yours to own. That's right. Right? We are only called as stewards over right. that. And so when we even live in that place of stewardship, then it's easier to receive instruction from the Lord. It's easier even when you wake up and there's a solution in your heart because you recognize that I'm only managing what comes from God. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have a trust that even if I went asleep with this issue, Lord, as I awaken, you know, I love when you talk about waking up with that solution in your heart, because <laughs> it reminds me about when the scripture says that his mercies are made new every morning, right. yeah, you right. know, that it just brings us back to that. I love that we're tying that in because the prophetic, again, a lot of times when we think about the prophetic, we want to think about the blessings that God yes. bless me, give me this, you know, enrich my life. And it just comes back to. God gives instructions for things because it's all about him. It has yes. nothing to do with us owning anything, but just managing what comes from him. Yeah. Okay. And you know, the Bible even talks about not going to bed with anger. Yes, it does. You know, and you mentioned earlier about the idea that you lay down. Mm -hmm. What I do is I put my hands on my heart and I close my eyes and I say, Lord, I love you. I do my gratitude. I use my fingers and count my blessings. And that brings me to a place of peace. And I've learned that as I go into that slumber, I can trust God, like you talked about, that the answer will come. Mm -hmm. And so I'd like to pray with all of us. I'd like you to agree with me that there are those that are listening right now that are really at desperate moment and yet there is a solution as we go to sleep yes, tonight yeah, we can yeah, trust him yeah, so, so father we lift up our friends who are watching right now and even in this circle we agree together that the answer is on the way that revelation is coming into our lives what's revelation a new idea and thank you god that we start over every morning brand new. So Lord, we say yes to what you're bringing to us even tonight and all day long in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.